Baruch Hashem, Mishnah Teda, Hilchas Talmud Teda. Moving on to the sixth Pedic, after we learned all about the honor and fear and reverence you have to have for your teacher. And uh, yesterday, moving on, Pedic Shishi speaks about how you have to honor people that know Teda in general. People that know Teda, you have to honor them. And they, they, it says, in the, I think in the Kutitayra, that, that someone who learned Teda, he has the Teda in his, in his memory, it's there. So you have to stand up, you have to honor the, it's the honoring the Teda that he has. In any case, Halokha Aleph, Kol Tamil Chocham, every Tamil Chocham, we're not discussing here your teacher that we discussed yesterday, Mitzvah Lahadre. It's a mitzvah to honor him. To show him honor, even though he's not your teacher. Shenemar, and he brings a pasuk. For a senior citizen, you should stand up. Seva means someone who has white hair. And you should show honor for the elder. So he says, okay, when it says in here, in the second half of the pasuk, it means Zokin Zeshekonachma. The word Zokin is a acronym for Zeshekonachma. The Chachma refers to Taita. So we know that someone who knows Taita you have to honor. Four people with white Now, how old how old does a person have to be in order to honor him? It happens to me in Shokhanarach it says seventy years old. The Arizal says that Pikabola, sixty years old. You have to honor a Zokin. I made the cut. What was the first one? I'm standing. The Shulchan Aruch says 70 years old. Four white beard. I'll tell you when you can say that age. That age. Yeah, by the way, we'll learn later on in the Pay Honoring the the senior citizen has nothing to do with, with his Torah knowledge. Even as he was even the Havdal, he says even by a, you have to honor a goy a different way than a yid, but you even have to show a respect for a goyish uh, senior citizen. Even a little kid. From where are you obligated to stand up? How far away does this Talmud Chochem have to be that you have to stand up for him? From when he comes into your uh, four Amis, which today's day is almost impossible with social distancing, right? But uh, <laughs> so, social distancing is six feet, is uh, four six feet. So yeah. So from when he comes into your to your to your social area, until when? Till he passes behind you, even if he's within your six feet still, and your four Amis. Once he's behind you, so you can sit down. So you have to stand up for him. It says that you don't have to stand up for him in a place where it's not honorable. It's not in a bathhouse where people are naked. Not in a bathroom. Because those places are not an honor. The Pazik says the words and are right near each other to teach us that what kind of standing up do you have to do? A standing up, which is honorable. It's not a place of, to honor somebody in such places. And the professionals, the, the, the craftsmen that are doing their work are not obligated to stand up for them in the time that they're doing their work. They're going to take off from their work 
It says the two words next to each other. You should stand up. You should give honor. Just like the honor that he gives doesn't cost any money. It does, it's not making him lose anything. So do standing up for him has to be something that doesn't cost you money. But if he's going to stop working and stand up for him, it's going to be a loss of work time. From when do we know that you shouldn't close your eyes? When you see the Chacham coming from the distance, you know he's going to come next to you. You don't want to have to stand up, so you close your eyes before he gets next to you. You shouldn't see him when he gets next to you. Actually, you shouldn't have to stand up for him. You shouldn't do that. How do you know? You should fear Hashem. Anything that's given over to the heart. In other words, it's something that other people won't know. It's only hidden in your heart. It says, you should fear Hashem because Hashem knows. It's not befitting for the Chacham to put a burden on the people and to come and make them stand up for him purposely. He should walk in the shortest way possible. And he should have intentions that he should not be seen. Burden them to stand up, especially in the olden days where many times they would sit and learn, they would be sitting on the floor. Yeah. The Chacham would go in a roundabout way, in a way which is in the outskirts, where the people that know them are not found in those places, in order not to burden them to stand up. What happens if the Talmud Chacham is riding on an animal? He's not walking. He's, wa- he's riding on an animal. Says the Ramah, he has the same din as someone who's walking. Just like you stand up for a Talmud Chacham that's walking, so too you stand up for a Talmud Chacham that's riding on an animal. There were three people and they were walking in the way. The teacher should be in the middle. Godel, the greater Talmud, Mimine, should be on his right side. The cut Mismoyle, and the smaller Talmud should be on his left side. Someone who sees a Chacham. He should not stand up for him before he reaches the four Amis. It should wait till he gets into his four Amis because then it will be. It will be nicker, it will be recognizable that he's standing up for his honor. Because if he stands up too early, you might think that you stood up for a different reason. Once the Chacham passed, Yoshev, he can sit down. That's a regular Chacham. What happens if he saw the Avbezdin? This is talking about, by the way, when you saw him in the marketplace, not in the Beis HaMedish. We'll see soon in the Beis HaMedish. So you see the Avbezdin coming. The Avbezdin was the second in the highest position of the second to the highest position in Sanhedrin, right under the Nasi, you have to stand up for him from when you see him in the distance of Malayena, which we mentioned yesterday was 266 Amma, which was about 420 feet. But then they'll know because it's a different covet. And you can't just sit down when he passes you. Even after he passes you, he still has to be four armies behind you. Until then, you can't sit. You stand up for him when you see him from the distance of Malayena, which is 266 armies away. 
You can't sit until he sits in his place. Or if he's not sitting until he disappears in the horizon. You don't see him anymore. He turns the corner. That he forgoes his honor. And he allows the people to sit. He tells them they can sit. So they're allowed to sit. They're, they're, he, he, it's, it's okay. It's allowed to be forgiven. Now that Amam says that as Agdam, what he's going to say now. When the Nasi enters the base of Medish, everyone stands up. They don't sit down until he tells them to sit down. So in other words, when he tells them they can sit down, they can sit down because he can be Michael on his covet. When the Av Bezin comes in, He's the second in command. They, not everybody in the, in the base marriage stands up. They make for him two, two rows. Two rows around the, the, the place where he's going to come. He's walking, he's walking in the middle. So the two rows closest to the, to the, to the, um, either, side? To, to either side of the path where he's walking. So then those people stand up. This is our business. It's lower than the Rebbe. This is lower than the Rebbe. The Rebbe, everyone stands up. When the Rebbe comes in, he's the Nasi. Everyone stands. By the Nasi, everyone stands up. By the Avbez and only the two rows. So, uh, so th- those two rows stand up. Everybody else is sitting. They stand from either side of the row. Until he goes in and sits down in his place. The rest of the people are sitting the whole time in their place. Chacham shenichnas, a chacham that came in. We're not talking about here now. We just mentioned before about the nasi, and then we mentioned about the avbezin. Now he moves on al chazayin back to the regular chacham who's coming into the base hamedish. We learned in halacha vav about a chacham in the street. Now we learned about a chacham in the base medish. Chacham shenichas a chacham came in. Kol sheyagiel lebar ba'amis oimel melfonav. Whoever the chacham comes within his four amis, so the person stands up in front of him. Echad oimid veechad yoshesh. Since he's walking past the people, each person is like a wave. The people standing up and sitting down because as soon as he comes within their four amis, they stand up. As soon as he passes, they sit down. Until the chacham goes in and sits in his place. What about the children of the Chachamim? Or the students of the Chachamim? When the people need, the, need them, so the different opinion of what this means, some say when they need them means the Talmidim, because the, the Talmidim are make their, their, their teachers smarter. So when they, the people need them, or when they need them to do service to the public, so they have the right to come in late because they're they're busy working for everybody. So then they're they're It looks like they're jumping on the heads of the people because the people would sit on the floor and they would walk between them to get to their place in the front. So it looks like they're stepping on their heads and they'll go into their place. It's like an annoyance. What's the word? It's not honorable. It's not a a praise for a tamachacham to come in last. So you have to step over everyone's head. And it's, uh, it's uh, the, 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 the one of the uh, one of the people that had long life, he said the slave from Odom Le Pasad Roshi Yamakoidish, right? They're sitting on the floor and the Chacham walks in. 
and and, and he walks over, he walks through them, and it looks like he's like stepping on their heads because they're all sitting on the floor. He's walking over them to get to his place. Says that those required may step over the what happens if the Chochem went out because he needed to go out some say he needed to go out meaning he needed to go out to the restroom and others say that he went out to, to do a service for the community he can come back to his place the children of the Chachamim. So where do they sit? When they have the understanding to listen to their father, the Chacham. So then they sit in the talk in the first row. But they turn their face towards their father. They sit facing the, their father, like everybody else. Because they're listening like everybody else. They don't have the knowledge to understand their father, to listen. They sit in the front talking, but they face the people. They don't face their father. A student that's always sitting in front of his teacher. He's not allowed to stand up for his teacher more than twice a day, once in the morning and once in the evening. Why? Because he should not honor his teacher more than he has What it means here is that a person twice a day, once in the morning he says Shema, once in the evening. If he's going to stand up for his teacher more than that, he's giving more cover to his teacher than he gives to the Abishter. So some say that this is the Afghan the base Medish, but in the street he can stand up more than just twice. Because because then people would think he's disrespectful if he doesn't stand up in the street for his teacher. Others say that he they can really even stand up for this as Amam says uh means he does he doesn't have to, but really he could, because a person could lay in Kishra more than twice a day if he wants to. But it's not everyone's opinion. Somebody is an older person. He's very old. Even though he's not wise. In other words, he doesn't know, he doesn't know Torah. You stand up for him as well. Even a Chacham who's a child. That we mentioned. We mentioned that a Chacham, that's, that's a child. That, that we have to honor him. Nevertheless, he also stands up he stands up for an older person. He doesn't have to stand up his full height since he himself is a Chacham. And only to show him honor, to give him to stand up a little bit. Even a, a guy that's a senior citizen, even though you don't have to physically stand up for him and show him the same honor you show for a Yiddish Zarkin, but you, you mahadim, you honor him with words. You verbally honor him. You give him a hand to help him out. To, to help him, let him lean on you. says, should stand up from a, for an, uh, from an older person. Every older person, even if he's not a yid. By the way, the, the, there's some opinions that say that this that the Ramam says, to, uh, to to you have to give it to for the self take and take him for a goy he's only made that bonin I'm an atayda and this he brings a pasuk he's only a smachta so then and also it says it doesn't say zakot halacha yud kamidecha chomim 
אינם יועצים בעצמם לעשות עם כל הכל בבניין וחפידו של מדינה וחיועצמת. So now, since this whole פרק is focusing on the honor we give to, to older people and the honor we give to people that are Torah scholars, so therefore he goes on to tell us that Torah scholars do not go out themselves to do work with the people, Bibinyan, with building, Bechafira, and digging, Shomedina, for the, for the sake of the city. Community, community service, they don't do it. Chayyot's been a similar work. Why? In order they should not be degraded by the, in front of the common folk. We do not collect money. Taxes from these Tamini Chachamim to build the wall of the city, to fix the gates of the city, to pay for the guards of the city. similar. The Rambam does not, interesting enough, the Rambam does not give a reason here per se. I can, I can give my own understanding, but I don't know if it's the halacha. In Hilcheshchenim, the Rambam mentions a reason. The reason the Rambam mentions Hilcheshchenim is because Tamini Chachamim don't eat Shmira. But since the Rambam's point in this Perik is to show that everything is for the covenant of the Tamid HaChachamim, that wouldn't show that. But bringing that, that, that svara, that reason, it would negate the whole purpose of the halacha here. The whole halacha here is to show honor for them. Respect for them. It's not because, not because they don't need the Shmira, but as out of respect. And therefore, he doesn't mean the Pasuk, that Pasuk. That's my own understanding. I might be wrong, but David Khashtan. And really, the Churis HaMelech, they don't have to give, when they bring a gift to the king, they don't have to participate, like in the community uh, tax for the, for the king. They don't obligate them to pay the tax. Whether it's a tax that's set up, set up for the people of the city, or whether it's the personal tax on each person. By the way, the, the Rebbe once said a story with the Rogachavar that he got in Russia, he got in the mail, uh, two, uh, he got a notice that he had to pay tax for two different types of tax. And the, I think it's a Maiserad, this story even. And the Rogachavar told, I think it was a grandchild who was with him, and the Rogachavar told him that this tax I'm not obligated to pay, but this other tax I am obligated to pay. A few days later, he got in the mail, the taka, this tax, he, he said he's not obligated, the taka doesn't have to give. Anyway, so... Yeah. It says in the Pasuk, that 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 Gamki Yitnu, the word Yitnu, he says when there it, it, it can also be tied like Shin Yashnoi, like there is when they when the people are amongst the Goyim and they'll still learn Torah. So quickly, I will gather them in, and even if there's only a few that learn Torah, so then they will be free from paying the taxes to the king. So too, if the Talmud Chacham had merchandise to sell, so he gets first, first uh, place to, to put his sales up for sale. They, gotta, they have to let himself first. They don't allow anybody else from the market to sell until he sells. So too, if he was online to, for litigation, for a din, and there are other people online as well, so they give him preference, and they, give, they take care of his case first. And they tell him to sit. Obviously, since they're telling him to sit, they would tell his baldin to sit also, but out of respect for him, they tell him to sit.
It is your grave sin to, to embarrass, degrade, humiliate the Chachamim or to hate them. Yishalayim was not destroyed until they embarrassed Tamidah Chachamim in it. Said that they were embarrassing the, the angels of God and they were degrading his words and they were mocking his prophets. They were mocking the ones and degrading the ones who taught his words. Also, this is what it says in the Torah regarding the curses. It says that if in my statutes you will, you will have hatred, it says, if you will, if you will be the. Uh, uh, be disgraced the ones who teach my, my statutes. He has no part in the world to come. He's including the ones that says that he has degraded the word of Hashem. Even though someone who degrades and humiliates them, he has no part in the world to come, but that's not enough. In Boaid and Shibizo, if there are witnesses that saw this, this action of humiliating the Chacham, if you for him, even though it was only verbal, so the person that is guilty for this act is it's, obligated to put him in an excommunication, to ostracize him. And the Bezdin publicly ostracizes him. They coin him and they give him a knas, they give him a punishment, a penalty fee to pay to the Chacham, as we see soon, a liter of Zav. How much is a liter of Zav? So they say it's 148.7 grams of gold, which in today would be. $9,500. Over, yeah, over $9,000. Today's, today's price of gold. Don't, don't, don't mess up with the Chacham, because the fine is big. Uh, in any place, even a chutzlaretz, even a chutzlaretz where you don't usually go with knasim, nevertheless, you would be given this knas. However, the the uh, yeah. By the way, when it comes to uh, to the previous halacha, we said tamid chacham don't have to do work, etc., etc. So the the pesachet tshuva, which I believe is the munkarcher. The 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 was written by the Darkei Tshuva and Pesachet Tshuva the same thing or not? The Pesachet Tshuva writes that not everybody has the right to say Oh, I'm a Tamil Chacham. So who's exempt? He said like this. He said somebody that was asked and was appointed as a Rav, he's definitely exempt. Other people have to have to you know got to prove it. You can't just uh, say we don't really have such Tamil Chacham today. It means some say it's only people to us and not some. Someone who embarrasses a chacham, even in words, a filacham mitzvah, even after the chacham passes away, when the guy does chuvah, then they forgive him. If the chacham was alive, they don't, they don't matter this nidr. Until he asks forgiveness and he, he, he's, he makes up with the guy who he embarrassed, until then they don't matter. The Chacham himself couldn't excommunicate for his honor, and Amoritz that was light with him, that was mafke, that was degrading him. 
with chutzpah. He does not have to have any witnesses, doesn't have to have any warning. And no one is mad to this guy from his nido until he appeases the chacham. If the chacham the chacham died, then three people come and they're mad to If the chacham wanted to forgive him and he didn't put him in a nido, he didn't excommunicate him, so he has permission to do so. They're talking about when he, when he wanted to put him in a nido because he was directly chutzpah to him. So he's a right to forgive. If there's a teacher that was putting somebody in excommunication because the guy was chutzlik to him, and it was for his honor, so all the students of this teacher have to act with this person like a, like a person who's excommunicated. But a student that excommunicated somebody for his own honor, the teacher does not have to take on this, this excommunication of this guy. He's a student of the Chacham, but he's also a Talmud Chacham. But the rest of the people have to take on this excommunication. So too, if somebody was put in excommunication by a Nasi, by the head of the Sanhedrin, so all Yidin have to treat him as such. But if he's only excommunicated by lower levels, so all Yidin. He's not, doesn't mean the Nasi has to take that upon himself. If he was put in an excommunication for his city, so then it, the other cities also have to act with him as a person is excommunicated. But if he's excommunicated for other cities, but not his own, the people in his city don't have to be subjugated to the other city's policy. When is this all mentioned that there's different Levels and sometimes the guy is, is, is doesn't have to like there's some there's different levels of uh, excommunication. Sometimes pe- not everybody is obligated to abide by it. That's talking about That's when a person was excommunicated because he was degrading the Torah scholars. But somebody that they put him in excommunication because he was over. And other reasons that the Amam will mention in a moment, I feel though cotton should be Israel, even if a small yid, not even a rav, puts him in a nidoi, So the, every yid has to act with this guy as a as a person that's in a nidoi that's excommunicated until he does chuva midavish and until he does chuva from the thing that they put him in a chayim for. Unless him. They put a person in excommunication, whether he's a man or a woman. I mean, whatever applies to a man or a woman, it's a both. Whatever only applies to a man is only for a man. These are them. Somebody that embarrasses a chacham, even after the chacham passed away. I, the Amam says, just in the beginning, it's a by someone who's put in a nidoi, but for other things, and this is, this is he's saying the first thing, the same thing, not other things. Okay, they, they ask about this. Somebody that embarrasses the shliach of bezin. Others say it's not just shliach bezin, but even 
the shliach of any Evit, somebody that calls another yid an Evit. Somebody that Bezin sent him a subpoena to come and he didn't come. Hey, from somebody that was mezalzel, he retreated lightly. Anything that was midabonon, we don't have to mention something which is Somebody did not accept upon himself the the psak din of the bezdin menadim or yisayat sheyitn. Now he's a bezdin said he has to give. He's chayiv and he didn't want to give, so he put him in a nido until he gives. Somebody that has a dangerous thing in his possession. If he has a dog that's dangerous, or a shaky ladder, they put him in a needle until he gets rid of the danger. Somebody who sells property to a guy, they put him in a needle until he accepts upon himself any monetary damage that comes to the yid because of his neighbor, the guy, the one who's the neighbor. Somebody that says testimony, says he's a witness, in the Goyesh Accords, and he, he, he makes them, makes a Yiddish person pay money when he's not up, he didn't tell you, like a Yiddish din, and he put him in a chedim until he pays what he made the other guy pay. Barakoyes means in the courts. Yud, Tabach, Koyen, Shenimav, Misham, Matonis, a butcher, that's a Koyen that does not separate the Matonis, that was supposed to give, Venois, Nakayen, Acha, to give to another Koyen, Venadam, Oisei, Achayitin, they put him in a Nidu until he gives it, because every Yid is Mokhoyev to give it, only a Koyen that checks himself is part of it, if he's a, if he's a butcher, he has to give it to another Koyen. Somebody that he's he desecrates the second day of Yom Tif. Even though that today it's only a minig. It's not even to be served, it's only a minig of a sin and Somebody that does work on Erev Pesach after Chatzos, even though the reason why they were not allowed to do Melach Erev Pesach after Chatzos is because at the time of being carbon Pesach is a Yom Tov Yidin, and that reason doesn't even apply anymore today. Tomashir comes because we can't we can't be in carbon Pesach. But nevertheless. And someone who's, who does malach is somebody that he says Hashem's name in vain, or he swears a shvua with with which which he he um, exaggerates it's an exaggerated shvua when everyone knows it's not true. He causes the public to desecrate Hashem's name, to make it Chil Hashem. He brings the, the Rabbim, the community, to eat Kachim, Karbonis, outside the base of the Mikdash. Somebody that he sets up shop to, uh, to decide when's a Shchaydesh and when's an Ibiyar, when's a Leapyar. It's, it's supposed to be done in Eretz Yisrael, like it says, not outside of Eretz Yisrael. A butcher that was caught selling treif. No, I think you skipped your zayin. Yeah. Sorry. Your zayin, you're right. 
Somebody that makes a stumbling block before the blind. And this has two interpretations. One interpretation is when he gives somebody an say gives somebody advice, but it's not really good for the person. The person doesn't know better. Another one is that he causes somebody to transgress another. Somebody that withholds the multitude from doing a mitzvah. 19 is some a butcher that was caught selling treif. Chav tabach a butcher shlebodek sakinoi lefnei chacham. He never gave his knife to check by a chacham to make sure that's kosher. Kosher. That is kosher to shecht. He has to show it to, to a chacham. It's this the Torah right that this din is not knowing today. Chav alif hamakshat zmeladas. Someone that arouses himself. Uh, purposely. Um, somebody that divorced his wife. Also, and he went into partnership with her. He did business with her. Which brings them together. Zealous that one to another. When they come to Bezdin, when they come to Bezdin, because they're going to have litigation at the end, we excommunicate them because when they, when, when they do a business together, it can cause them, since they're so uh, known to each other and they're very open with each other because they were once married, it can bring them from. from they were once married, yeah. and therefore libam They 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 feel very open one to another, and it can cause them to do an avera when they're not married. Chav gimel. You turn over the coals. A wise person, tamachacham, that uh, bad rumors went out about him, so it's not good for him because. Uh, so it's, he's not behaving properly, so it's, it's you go put him in a nidr. Chav Dalid, the last and not least, somebody that excommunicates somebody that's not supposed to be excommunicated, according to Allah, that person himself gets a taste of his own medicine. He gets excommunicated. That's, uh, yeah, tomorrow, Peg Shvi, is the last Peg from Hilchas Talmud Speaks a lot about nidr and Cherem. So the, the, he says the Maisa, Eshlakish was a guard watching somebody's uh, orchard and somebody came and ate from the fruits. Eshlakish screamed at him. He didn't care. He didn't listen. He wasn't as great, if he wasn't afraid of Eshlakish's uh, screams. So Eshlakish says, you should be excommunicated. So the guy said, on the contrary, you should be excommunicated because I may, I may be liable to pay for what I ate, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, don't get, I don't get excommunicated. So they said that in the base medish that the nidoy of Reish is not a nidoy because he was not Hitake doesn't deserve it. But the Shlokish himself deserves to be a nidoy because he excommunicated somebody that wasn't supposed to be excommunicated. Okay.